last few years have just been like foundational mm. for me to create that what what I want to do one of my core purposes like I'm I'm I've, I feel like I've been put on this world to help other people yeah and the only way I can do that is by being uh being at peace with myself and I found what what over the last two years I found peace with myself only now I can go out and share my truth with the world wow and that's and people talk about like uh, money for example I I believe that finance or money will come to me as a result of me sharing my authentic self in the world yeah four years ago five years ago I wasn't ready for that but now like the last two years have been my my foundational years and the thing I'm in, I'm 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 in I'm approaching mid mid 30s now we built out that business I built up the lifestyle I wanted I got the houses that I wanted the cars that I, I went through you know cars every six months I buy a new car yeah um and when I got there and I built the business and I was towards the end like this was success and, mm. and all I remember is the feeling of still feeling lost and um, so all this external success or what society deems as success um it just wasn't there there's like um an emptiness uh, a feeling of like not having all my I had everything it's it's a really strange one so I'd yeah. like a beautiful family I had my my first daughter was born and even then like I was like anxious all the time and when looking back it's like actually look everything I've got now none of that really is kind of fed into my energy Welcome to the Lead From Within podcast. My name is Janiel Mystery. I'm your host and I am so excited to be sharing with you my first interview of the, this podcast. Um, and wow, haven't we got an amazing guest for you today. So today's guest is an incredible man called Kunal Datani. And Kunal, I have known for just over two years now. He is someone who has worked with me directly Um one-to-one as well as someone who joined my entrepreneurial men's group called Project Hero and he's an incredible man he is someone who is a highly successful e-commerce entrepreneur he is an extremely kind loving family man um, a really smart entrepreneur and he's someone who's got a really interesting journey and story Um, and in this interview we go deep on the inside even though Kunal had an you know an amazing entrepreneurial journey he had achieved a lot of um, external success which which society may have deemed success yet he found himself lacking the inner fulfillment that inner success and um, it's been a great honor to work with someone of Kunal's caliber he's been so open and generous in the conversation that we had uh, for this podcast and I think a lot of men um, particularly will really resonate with this conversation so as you listen to this I just invite you to listen with an open mind with an open heart notice that part of you that may be judging and just kind of make it about you see see what what is it from Kunal's journey that is relevant for you and your life whether you're a man woman boy girl doesn't matter um, and whether you're an entrepreneur whether you're not um, this this conversation is so important and yeah I'm, I'm just so excited to be sharing this with you so um, I'm going to stop talking I'm going to go directly straight into the conversation so please enjoy it uh, have fun um, and yeah let me know what you what you take from it take care and speak soon cool Kunal hey man how's it going conversation how are you doing 
Yeah, not too bad. Um, yeah, looking forward to uh, recording this podcast. Yeah, man. I, I've, I've been really looking forward to this all week, really. And so, you know, let's just get into it. Um, so, Kunal, you, you're someone who, who connected with me a couple of years ago, maybe just over two years ago, right? And so I was kind of reflecting back. I was just telling you before we were recording this how I was looking back at our, our notes and kind of um, reminiscing on, on, on the conversation that we had you know in in was it i said 27th of january 2020 i believe mm. um yeah like t- if if we were to just take it back there where 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 were you like what if you were to describe your journey up until that point in in life and maybe give us a quick introduction as to you know your journey there and then you know at that point when when um we, we were having quite that, that conversation um it'd be good to kind of digest that a bit so um, yeah maybe first give us a quick intro um to you and, and yeah so um hi guys uh, my name's Kunal um I'm husband and, and father of two daughters beautiful girls uh currently living in Leicester um one of my key aspirations is uh business like, I love I love being in business um I love teaching people how to grow their businesses um but at the same time I, I know it's so important for uh, to get that balance as well, like that business is not everything. So um, a lot of my focus is on balancing like my family life and personal time uh, with business. Um, but yeah, my background is, uh, so I actually went to university to study accountancy. And uh, like most people, I, I followed the traditional route of just getting a qualification for the sake of doing it. And um, even though like num- numbers was my strong point, but I felt that to get that piece of paper was the right thing to do. Um, so that's why I went to university. Um, and, in, and what happened is uh, after I got my degree in accountancy, um, uh, I, went, I went actually to the market to basically apply for jobs and I kept getting rejected. So I think, I can't remember the exact numbers, about 20 interviews I went for um, and I basically got rejected um, for all of them pretty much. Always came second yeah. and I was really confused at this point. And uh, um, I, had to, I asked one of the Cruise. So what, what's the reason why I'm not getting this opportunity? Because I'm, I'm really hardworking. I, I really want the work. And they said that you're too entrepreneurial. Um, wow. and, and, and before this, I had uh, like little businesses, like side hustles that I used to do. Um, so that kind of led me to like not pursue a normal career and basically like start a business. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of like the background in, in studies and, and business. But that's what um, led me to here. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. And so... How, and obviously, you 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 were you know very successful in building a, a business with, with with your partners, and so that that you know, how like that would you did that for what ten years? Um, so I kicked that business off officially. So for two two three years between like two thousand eleven and fourteen, I was kind of floating around. Uh, yeah. I was very lifestyle, so I was like wasn't serious about business. So I was like uh, had little side hustles and was really enjoying the lifestyle stuff. So I was like going to the gym at nine o'clock, finishing for 11, I'd work three, four hours and it was really good fun. Uh, but in 2014, like uh, my brothers and myself kind of, we thought we would take this bit, bit more serious. Yeah. Um, and that's when we started growing our business. So yeah, my previous business was from 2014 through till, uh, yeah, about 19, yeah, 19, 2000, about five years. Um, yeah. So yeah, five years of serious business and like two, three years of just kind of flowing around and just having fun really. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Cool. And so if we were to like to fast forward then like from, from that time when you, when you obviously you were building that business and then I think you, we were connected on Facebook and then you reached out to me in, in beginning of 20, well, maybe end of 2019, beginning of 2020, 
So tell, tell me like where, because obviously you're, you're in the process of exit, exiting a business at that point. And so where were you at that stage in, in life um, specifically? Like what was, yeah, what, what was, you know, what was going on in your world at that time? Um, so what I'm going to do is just revert back slightly because yeah, cool. I've always been into like personal development. Okay. So from a young age, I've always been focused on that. How can I become better every day? Yeah. And um, so, and, and personal development can range from, you know, the basic stuff to like really advanced stuff. Um, so I was, I was really into this. So I think um, I came across some of your content on Facebook and, and I was like, wow, like this is, this is different because all the other personal development stuff I did was all about goals and aspirations. And for me, it was about that chase, like getting that next car, getting the next house, um and when I came across your content it was authentic it came from the heart and that's why I really connected to at that time when I was um you know selling my business I felt a bit lost so um yeah I almost um I need to give you a bit more background yeah. about the business to really kind of uh, expand um for me being you know that 18 year old my goal was to like become a millionaire mm. fast cars like like most you know about 15 20 years ago like most most uh, teens, um, but I knew that I could reach that because I was, I was really hungry for success. Um, and when I actually built out that business, I built up the lifestyle I wanted, I got the houses that I wanted, the cars that I, I went through, you know, cars every six months, I'd buy a new car. Yeah. Um, and when I got there and I built the business and I was towards the end, like this was success. And, mm. and all I remember is the feeling of still feeling lost. Um, so all this external success or what society deems as success um it just wasn't there there's like um an emptiness uh, a feeling of like not having almost i had everything it's, it's a really strange one so i had yeah. like a beautiful family i had my, my my first daughter was born and even then like i was like anxious all the time and when looking back it's like actually look everything i've got now none of that really is kind of fed into my energy um so that's when I saw some of your content, I could really like, I really connected with it because it, I realized that over a lot of the external stuff that's out there, there's something that was missing, which was looking within. It's, um, I kind of lacked purpose in my life because I, I started building out things that I thought were going to be important, but they were not. Um, so that's when, for me, uh, I kind of just reached out and I think I reached out and told you that I loved your content and I really connected, resonated with it. Um, and that's kind of the start of the conversation that we had. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, to, to summarize your question, I felt at that moment, um, to the external world, people would say that I made it for a guy that was 26, 27 years old. But the reality of the truth was that, yeah, I felt really lost. Um, so yeah, hence the, the journey of personal development then just, just kept reaching out. So yeah, I love, I, I love how honest you are with that. So and I, we find that a lot because I've certainly been on the journey where there's external kind of success is what society would have expected us or, or society would have called success. But deep down, there's a lack of inner success. There's a lack of fulfillment. And so um, what would you say was missing at that time? Because obviously you had the external and what you had been visualized as, as an 18 year old, maybe in business, you've really achieved that. So you, you mentioned there's something, you know, there was there's a bit of emptiness, maybe something wasn't there. Like what, what would you how in words how would you what would you say was missing i would now now two years on and and the work mm. i've done together and all, all the personal development work i've done and growing the businesses i would say that 
the cause of all this is like a form of escapism. Mm. Um, so we're so fast, basically. Like, obviously, the you know, um, I think everyone through their life goes through some kind of like difficult uh, period when they're younger or you know when they're slightly bit older. And I think sometimes we can get caught up on trying to escape that moment or that feeling, which then leads to then trying to um, grab as many external things as possible. Yeah. Um, and it almost we create this like false sense of um, uh, threat in our lives. And what I realize now to answer your question is like just being at peace with everything that's happening now. Wow. Uh, so like, like right now I'm sitting here and I'm at peace. Like everything in my life is great. Like no, no, no. Um, for example, I'm growing my business at the minute. I'm growing it. I'm growing my new business and. I already know that that is not going to make me any happier. That is not going to change me as a person. Person, mm-hmm. I've already got the power in this moment to just feel at peace, mm-hmm. um, and I, I think that's the key. Now, um, anything that I build out is from from the heart, and it's it's from a place where it's me. It's it's my true self. Um, yeah. So that's that that's that's the difference, you know. Um, yeah. That is so powerful. I'm smiling so much when you say that because I just remember the, the conversations that we were having back back then and things were, you know, qu- quite rushed. I remember that time when we sat in Costa and it was really rushed conversation. And yeah. I, like, one thing that I keep on, always keep on saying is like, slow down, slow down, slow down. It's probably become a mantra of ours in the last two years, right? Um, and so that's really cool, you know. And so I guess one thing that, you know, at that time where people are searching for, you know, and there are people who are listening to this who, will maybe in the same place as you and one thing that you wanted um at that time was clarity you mentioned clarity a lot you know clarity on who you are what you stand for what is that you really want to create because you're, you're a point in life where you're exiting a business and you you wanted to consciously create a purpose-driven business you wanted to make an impact you wanted to contribute so tell me about your journey like of of finding clarity what you know it would be, it'd be good to know about that you know what how was that journey like for you and then the second thing is for someone who is looking for clarity in life, maybe they're in a transition phase or maybe they want to get clear on who they are, what they stand for and create something in the world, maybe create a business or whatever. What advice would you give to them? So there's a two, two-sided question, I guess, there. Yeah, so um, so the first question was to to do with cl- finding my own clarity, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so going back to what you just touched on before is that when we first spoke over, uh, I remember Costa and it was over a Zoom session. Yeah. For me, it was uh, my mind was racing at like 100 miles per hour, but I didn't even realize because mm-hmm. it was all about like mini goals. Like I, I, some of the things I was like, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And I need to do this. And I've got a deadline for this. And it was a constant chase of like the next thing. But I was just uh, stressed out all the time, like overwhelmed, anxious. Um, <clears throat> and for me, then it went down to actually because I was chasing all these things, I, I was really unhappy because there was, there's always, everyone will know, all the listeners right now will know that there's always more to get. Yeah, um, yeah. So there's no like end goal. Um, and I remember you kept saying to me, like, slow down, slow down. These are the words you're using. And I was really baffled. Like, Why are you telling me to slow down? Like, I need to speed up. I actually need to go faster to get what I want. Um, so there's like this kind of conflict. Um, and so going back to the clarity for me, it took me months to actually get this whole concept of like slowing down. Mm. Um, but the clarity came when I'd actually stop, when I'd take time for myself. Really hard to do. When you're, when you're an entrepreneur and you're mm. a family man and 
your your ambitious the hardest thing to do is like to stop because that's scary right um but then what you help me do is like just take moments even if it's like five minutes in the morning just take stop meditate uh read you know taking time out so that was the they were the exciting things for me yeah um and, and the, in terms of the clarity like the clarity doesn't come overnight the things that i thought i wanted um over time it keeps changing um but now two years later you know there's a lot more clarity i'd, I'd still say i'm not 100 percent there um because every day like there's there's new clarity like it all the um the blind spots like we have as humans yeah. or i have in my life right now like i'm like wow i didn't know that things would get revealed as i go along and i'm just enjoying the process a lot more um does that, does that answer your question yeah. yeah so i guess so yeah that, that really does and so for someone who is searching for clarity so one thing which which i heard is you say it's it's a it's a lifelong process really isn't it i mean you said like the clarity is something that we're always looking for and it's it's a constant journey of becoming more of who you are and so there's always new desires coming through you um as you get clear and as you as you you know you mentioned that you're you're in the process of building a business and before we started recording you mentioned that you're now in a position to build a team and so you're still getting clarity as as as, as you progress through life of the kind of people that you want to be around and the, the kind of people that you want to employ etc um that's a yeah that's a constant process for, so for someone who's doesn't get slowing down to speed up right because when we say when we talk about slowing down we obviously we're talking about slowing down our mind rather than just slowing down physically sometimes physically does help slowing down our mind and that's where the clarity comes and so what is it that you can you know from a practical point of view what did you do or that that worked for you because it, it obviously it, there's different things that work for different people but when you really got hit what what is it that you do i mean you're you're a busy guy you know business family etc what is it that you do to slow down on a daily basis i think there's uh, there's two sides there's the daily practices but there's also um something that i chose to do for a longer period so i'm going to touch on the longer thing yeah one of the things is that the the brand i the brand i built before was quite large so there's like 25 staff in total yeah so you can imagine like going from zero to now having 25 staff like the overwhelm having that that many like members of staff creates a whole new kind of array of problems uh, compared to like just work so the, the the conscious choice i made is basically to work on my own mm -hmm. uh, so i literally for the last two years i've been coming into i mean initially during, during lockdown it was on my own in the office at, at home but um i got got my own office um last march so a year ago i've pretty much been working on my own through throughout the year and that was a conscious choice that i made because i wanted to be i want to spend a lot of time with myself this mm -hmm. is my form of meditation it's just being with myself um and i don't put a lot of pressure on myself so only now i'm in a position to actually grow it because of that's a conscious conscious choice yeah um in terms of the daily practices yeah um like reading is is quite big on my agenda i listen to podcasts all the time um meditation as well so um you know try to do a lot of that as well um but mainly it's just taking like regular breaks to just stop and not do anything it's yeah. just uh, reflection time it's just taking the day in or taking the weekend for example um yeah. So. yeah cool i think one thing that we spoke about as well um you you mentioned the back then you were 85 percent reacting and 15 percent creating i'm not sure if you remember that back back then when we spoke but that's how your life was and so what what i'm hearing is that that's probably changed like two years later 
how would you how would you def- like where would you say because back then you're 85 percent reacting 15 percent creating where are you now after two years of kind of the, doing this inner work being like fully transparent i'm, I'm not yeah. again i'm not i'm not perfect so yeah far away from that but i'd say it's more for 50 50 yeah and I, i've got a tendency to get caught up and again we we were still working together so we have like regular yeah. coaching calls so um normally that's an opportunity for, for me to kind of reflect and slow down on the last yeah. few weeks but uh, i'd say it's a lot more it's kind of split now um but now i find that because it's become a practice for me to just stop yeah and reflect so it can happen randomly so sometimes it'll happen you know like after a week or two weeks i'm like cool okay like you're going too fast again it's a natural tendency to go too quick so uh that's when i'd, I'd, I'd slow down a little bit more yeah love it one thing which is coming one thing which i really respect about you um is when you when when we first started having conversations and we, we start working together one-to-one and then before you join project hero is that you are very much in tune with the inner work like you mentioned to me about the spiritual grounding like and, and you mentioned you know, there's different types of personal development you've, you've you've been through the the goal setting and all that kind of stuff you know at the, the more basic level and, the, and, the, and i guess the, the the wider level and and what you really wanted was the more the inside out way of living the 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 deeper work and you've been so open to this deeper to, to the deeper work um why is that and particularly as a man right sometimes as men we we shy away from these kind of conversations and shy away from our own blind spot shy away from looking at ourselves in the mirror and doing this inner work why has that why why is that important to you like why is the inner work the work that we do together why is that important to you i've, I've realized that for me to be truly successful which i am now i need mm. to protect myself um mm. anything i create now my family you know my business my relationship my wife with my family that comes from me and that comes from within. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's why it's so important is just to like connect within. Um, and, I, and before, so anything I create now, the business I create from this moment forward will be a reflection of who I am. Yes. And if, and if I'm fully connected with myself, then I will create something truly authentic that people will connect with. Yeah. It's difficult to say, but you, a lot, uh, it's a lot more, um, apparent in the world now that people are connecting with authentic people mm. um you know 10 years ago is about who you could pretend to be mm, yeah oh, it's like actually if you can put your true self out into the world okay the, the key thing there actually i just realized that one of my blind spots is that it's easy being yourself like yeah. this podcast we're recording i'm just being myself so for me it's coming out naturally there's no stress that's social i'm not faking anything i don't need yeah. to be a certain way yeah. so when it's coming from within the, the more you connect within within um you connect with more people and and you'll connect with the right people as well yeah that's another thing that i've changed massively i've stopped trying to impress people or convince people that i'm a good person people just connect with me because they know that i am because the energy i give up mm. that's that's uh that's game changing because i was i was again going back to my backstory i was one of the i was a really shy kid growing up um was bullied as well so as I got older, I did a lot to kind of impress people. Um, yeah. so I'd, I'd go on my way to like basically want them to like me. Whereas now, um, I don't need to. I'm just being myself, and I'm and I attract people, which is which is which is nice. And I don't even realize I'm doing it. Yes, yeah, love that. So what I'm hearing is like you, 
the more you connected with yourself, the more you are at peace with yourself, the more you share this energy out into the world. And naturally, by you just doing that authentically and just you being you confidently, you started having more connections with people like-minded, just like you, right? And you're attracting these kinds of people, clients, friends, whoever. Yeah, I was going to say, not just in, in like friendship, but also um, like business, like yeah. in business, it's massive. Like you, yeah. the energy you create by being yourself, like people, the amount of people I'm attracting is yeah. it's incredible. The, it's, it's scary because the amount of opportunities I've had to turn down in the last um, 12 months has been incredible. But yeah. I'm not ready yet. I wasn't ready. So for me, it's just spending that time on my own because I know I'm destined for success. Um, and then the right connections will be there when, when I need them. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, not blowing my own trumpet. <laughs> no, no. Uh, the, and by the way, like, yeah, no, completely. And but this is a conversation that we have a lot actually in Project Hero with the other boys, right? Because they, they've had the same thing. Like they've attracted you know, opportunities, et cetera, by just being who they are in the world and going out there and sharing that energy. And so I'm not surprised at that. Um, so yeah, man, that, that's so cool. And so one one thing I wanted to ask you is, you know, obviously this inner work, sometimes it, you know, it can be hard and it hasn't, hasn't always been easy. And there are times on the journey where you've resisted initially i think when we first started there was there was resistance to 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 some things i think that kind of decreased over time and you, there was more enjoyable but like tom are you open are you open to sharing a bit more about that what what kind of resistance came up for you how did you deal with it um i think there's a combination so um some of it will be out of habit so yeah um you know you telling me to well not telling me but you you advising that would be beneficial for me to meditate for example yeah. me trying a busy man a family man um trying to find time to meditate like it just doesn't sit right um yeah. and so yeah it's one of one of the core things probably habits finding um creating a habit around these healthier habits um and the second thing would be um you'll have to ask me the question again so i've just lost my yeah so i mean obviously during the journey there was a resistance sometimes you might i think uh, initially Okay, so, so just to give a bit of a backstory, Kunal started working with me one to one, and then he joined Project Hero, right? So that, that and so when you when you were working with me one to one, I think there was a bit more resistance to maybe join the calls, and to, to there, there might have been a question of, "Am I actually what am I actually going to get out of this?" Yeah, or, you know. And so yeah, like tell me more about that. What was going through your mind at this point? And even before you kind of started coaching or start, even before you joined Project Hero, there might have been like questions like actually what I'm actually going to get from this or what you know what, what is actually what is even coaching in the first place right so what what yeah tell me more about what's going through your mind and, and then the resistance that was coming up and how you dealt with it I think um a lot of it was ego um mm. I didn't even realize at the time like I mean everyone has some degree of ego and yeah. I'd say like I'd, I'd say my ego like is, I don't know on the spectrum is probably quite low but there's still a sense of ego there so uh, yeah, I remember at the start when we first started coaching together, it's like not overthinking stuff one, but then also um, thinking that actually, do I like why? Why do I need somebody to like talk to me for sixty minutes and like tell me what to do? Or there's <laughs> all these kind of like perceptions of what coaching is. Yeah, what I realized like coaching creates a space where you can reflect and be yourself, um, and that's why it's so powerful. So um, I remember, yeah, a lot, a lot of the calls especially the group coaching is like, mm. I don't feel like being, being vulnerable. I mean, mm. with coaching, you, you, you get out what you put in. So mm. the more you drop your ego, the more vulnerable you are, um, 
the more true you are to yourself, the more you share, the more you get back out of the process. Yeah. So that that sometimes like you're just not in the mood for it. It's like going to the gym sometimes, you're not in the mood for it. But then you realize that uh, again, like the gym, like once you get all your feelings or thoughts out into the world, then yeah. you feel so much better. You feel like you can get out your own get out your own way and then you can move mm-hmm. forward with your life. Uh, yeah. like, again, I'm, I'm using the, the comparison with the gym, right? Is that yeah. you wake up and you know that you've got to go to the gym. You don't feel like doing it. But once you're in the gym, you're fine. And you leave there, like your energy levels are like through the roof. And it's the same thing with um, with coaching. It's that initially there's that there's that that ego or there's that over analysis where you're like, am I going to benefit from this? Like, it's going to take two two hours of my time. I could be I could be making money or I could be spending time with the kids. But then you realize that only once you connect to yourself during that two hours, it gives me that reflection time to connect back within. I can then go back to my family or go back to my business and then create 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 a business or, or family with purpose yeah. so for example with the kids it's being fully present so two years ago it would be you know being with the kids but then being on your mobile phone at the same time or when i was at work i'd be thinking about the kids and then when i'm at home i'd be thinking about work yeah. whereas now when I'm, when I'm with the kids i'm fully focused on the kids and again i'm not um for the listeners not 100 percent. i'm not yeah. perfect but I'm, I'm conscious about when I'm with them, I will, my phone is away. I'm, I'm with the kids like, and they're fully engaged and enjoying my time and I'm enjoying my time with them as well. So, Yeah, beautiful. I love that. Um, and so there was a time when obviously you started working together, you, you moved to Spain for a bit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess that was, that was a journey of you finding clarity. You moved to Spain and then, and then you came back like, are you open to sharing more about because what I, what I what I find in, in in what I see in you you're someone who gets insights and you act upon them you yeah. you, you don't hold back and you're, you're you're that's how you've been successful from a business pers- uh, perspective you take action on your ideas and you don't hold back you just go out and try things one of the things that you tried was living in Spain mm-hmm. um, and so how was that journey for you like um, I know that that wasn't easy but you acted upon it and yeah, t- tell me more about that journey of, of moving to Spain. Again, where I, I left Spain um, end of 2020. Um, so it's, yeah, about, I think it's about 13, 14 months ago. Um, but there's, 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 there's multiple reasons, right? So the first one is me being the goal getter, um, the high achiever. It was like, okay, I've got a business. I've got a family. I had a business that I could base with, with a new business myself. I had a business where I could work from anywhere. So my, my, my business is online, um, which meant that actually, look, why should I not go and live abroad? Because I'd be stupid not to. Mm-hmm. So that, that, that hungry person inside of me is like, let's just go. Like, uh, and my daughter, my, my oldest daughter was uh, three at the time. Uh, I think she, she turned four when we were in Spain. So that was like, she didn't start school yet in the UK. So I thought, this, if I'm going to do it, this is the perfect time. So there's that side. There's the the guy inside of me is like the traveler. The um, traveler doesn't sound that great, does it? Um, but the guy that loves traveling, that yeah. wants to run a business. Like it's almost that um, what you see on like Amazon, ads, sorry, on um, YouTube ads or yeah. that, that lifestyle. Um, so there's that guy that was like, okay, let's just do this. Um, but there's also the the other side, which is probably the negative side, is like a form of escapism mm-hmm. of realizing that I got to 
this point of my life where, um, you know, externally that I was, I had everything. And then for me, it was just to jump onto the next thing. Like, what's the next big thing? It's okay, palm trees in Spain. Like, mm-hmm. I had my own house with like sea view, swimming pool, I had everything basically. So there was that, that escapism side that wanted to like then reach for that next goal. I was thinking that when I get to that point, when I get to Spain, like my life will be perfect. Yeah. And Spain's an amazing place. And we loved it. Like the weather's amazing, beautiful people. And, you know, like the food's great. But again, reflecting back now, if you don't do the work internally, it doesn't matter where you go in the world, like your problems don't go away. Mm. So for me, that, that, that part of it is the reality then. Um, of then, like I went through the, I was there during the pandemic. So then like being away from family. So mm. almost it's like this, again, an, another external thing that I created that I'll, I'll, like when I go to Spain, my life will be perfect. Mm. And then I realized I didn't appreciate a lot of the things I already had in the UK. Like, for example, like family, for example, like just like picking the phone up and going to see your parents or um, business, like business is massive in the UK, mm. the amount of support and we get from the government and community wise, like, I missed all of that because in Spain, like it's quite a chilled place. So a lot of that, they don't really like in, in, in bigger cities like Madrid and stuff. Yes. But where I was in Spain, like Malaga, it's so chill like nobody wants to work yeah. and there's that conflict there but um it, it, yeah i really missed home as well so um so yeah does that, does that answer your question yeah beautiful and like so if you were to kind of carve out you know two or three so let's say, let's say three three key lessons that you learned because it's, it's such a beautiful um journey that you went on and so many great lessons that you had going to spain and back what what were the three core kind of learnings that you that you received from that that journey to Spain and back um so Spain is a place I'd like to go back to mm. uh, I just don't think the the, t- the timing was right for me with the pandemic and uh starting to like grow a business from scratch um so I'd say like my learning is like Spain is as beautiful as you see it on TV or even living there. Like it's, it's amazing if you're in the right kind of mindset and if you've got the right setup. Um, another learning would be that your life's not going to be perfect mm. if you're somewhere sunnier, more beautiful. And, you know, like things aren't going to fix themselves, if that makes sense. So there's no quick fixes in life. Like it doesn't matter if you're in paradise, like you're still going to do the basics. Um, mm. Yeah, uh, and the other lesson is that I think the other lesson would be is like if, if you're going to do something like this, like move abroad, make sure you pick the right time. Um, so maybe I'm slightly a bit too impulsive in terms of like let's do it, let's do it now. Mm-hmm. Um, if I went again, if in in hindsight I would have prayed like a better setup for me to do it. Um, so it was kind of like I kind of jumped into the excitement of doing something because yeah. it seemed exciting. So without doing I, I did i did a fair amount of research but probably not enough research if that makes sense so yeah um yeah i love that i love that and i think one thing which i'm I've, I've got from you on that journey is just learning that happiness joy sec- sense of security and self-worth doesn't come from being in a new external environment or having a certain business i'm just uh just going to touch on something actually yeah. but now thinking about it and I don't want 
uh, the listeners think that Spain was a negative experience for me because it was mm. like, I had some of my best moments there, like moments where, um, you know, when you're out of routine and you just, so I remember once uh, me and my daughter uh, were just swimming in the sea yeah. and I just looked her in the eyes and I was just there laughing. I found myself laughing like for years when I built my business, like, yes, I laughed and stuff, but this is a moment where I didn't even realize I was laughing. Yeah. And we, both of us were just in like joy and, and that like moments like that I had in Spain where I could only tap into the moments because I, I slowed down. So I chose not to work for like four or five months because I just wanted a break. But once I slowed down, I realized that actually in life sometimes, and, and I'm, 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 I'm conscious that I'm probably there at the minute where I'm just getting to the mode of like slightly chasing things a bit again. Um, <clears throat> just taking that time to like slow down and start appreciating. Yeah. Um, wow. We almost, we almost eliminate, um, we actually, Sometimes I've got this thing where we create like a boring world for ourselves or like a stuff routine, but we can tap into fun at any point. Like we can have fun. We should be having fun every day with what we do. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's just um, sometimes we're so stuck in the day-to-day hustle and the grind and, you know, rushing around all the time that we don't take this time to like appreciate these, these, these moments. Yeah. That's what Spain gave me. I'm thinking about when you, when you were talking there is that, I had them quite quite a few times. Like once, uh, me and my wife were dancing salsa. Like it's not something I would have done here. Like I'm quite, uh, an, I'm, I'm introverted. I'm quite shy sometimes, so yeah. I'm not the first to get up on stage. Um, even though a lot of people would disagree with that. Um, yeah. yeah, moments like that where I was just, just yeah, just being open, having fun, being silly actually, just like yeah, in life too seriously because I've got when my personality is a high achiever. Sometimes I get caught up in yeah. being too serious. Um, and like, just having a bit more fun. Yeah, I hear you, man. I really hear you. I I completely get it. And I think you just kind of reflect, reflecting back on your journey. You came back, um, looking at it from the outside. You came back with a with a new sense of appreciation for your family, your, your girls, um, your your life back in Leicester that you had mm-hmm. family around you in Leicester. And I think there was there was a new sense of gratitude and appreciation for exactly what you have at home right yeah massively like it i again i don't like i shouldn't really say this actually i'm just gonna be fully open but i became i used to bash the uk all the time so i'd be like uh you know the weather's crap um you know we don't get a lot for our money for like property um there's not a lot to do like outside so like in spain we had beaches and like on the weekend you're not stuck indoors but then i but there's so much in this country that this country's got so much to give to its people, like the community, the, um, the business support that you get. Like there's so much support here, um, especially being from Leicester with the Asian community that like, I didn't realize, but being in Spain, I was the only like, I think in the whole area, like there's only a few Indians, there's not many. Um, so like missing the Indian community, like I don't, I don't think I'd say that, but you, you actually miss it. Like being, being able on a Sunday morning to grab samosas and, the simple things sometimes um and I, before i touched on like family for example at the minute like um i'm only you know five ten minutes away from my mum and dad so like just popping in for like 10 minutes and saying hi like them things they, they weren't there anymore and only when only when i went away from having access that i really appreciate when i got back appreciate you know what i was missing um 
And another thing, a big one, massive one, is the sun. So in Spain, like it's sunny most of the time. So then, I, at one point, I found myself complaining about the sun because it's just too hot or mm. it was sunny all the time. Like I found in the UK now, like when the sun does come out, I really appreciate because I'm like, okay, we can get out and we're really going to enjoy it. So it's almost like too much of something that's not good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so be careful what you wish for. Big lesson. Yeah, and uh, so I guess the whole the, the, the conclusion from this conversation is really like the happiness, the joy, the happy, the the peace, the the self worth, the security. Regardless of where you are in the world, it's all the inner game. It's yeah. the inner game. It's you know you could you having gone away to Spain and come back you know, that it given you a new sense of appreciation, but nothing really changed apart from the way that you saw your world. Yeah, I, I have to remind myself um, daily that everything's good already. Like I've already got everything I need in my life. Um, and when I don't do that, that's when I find myself getting caught up. Yeah. So um, the world's great. Like we're, yeah. we're so fortunate. Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a massive complainer. Um, and I think you've probably found that. But every time I find myself complaining about things, I'm like, the, the problem I have, I'm having at the minute is like, should I buy a Porsche? Should I buy, you know, another BMW? Like, yeah. and, and I'm, I'm stressing myself out over it. Like, what kind of problem is that? So I think just having a sense of like perspective that things are amazing already. The fact that we're, we're living in the UK, we're safe, yeah. we've got food. I say this to my daughters all the time. Like, I, I preach this all the time. Like, I say it to my wife as well. We've got, we've got a roof over our heads. We've got food coming in every day. We're yeah. warm. Like, what more could you want? Like, there's there's nothing else. Like, that's huge. I think, um, yeah, sorry. I was, I was so, so, sorry to cut you off there. I, I was just, yeah, I'll, I'll let you finish. No, no, that's 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 all I was saying. Is like, we we, um, we get, I don't like swearing either. We get caught up in our own shit sometimes. Yeah. Um, and I think it's, uh, we can damage our own wells by, searching for too much almost like we've already got everything like for everyone that's listening right listening right now it's just taking time to appreciate what we've got like gratitude mm. people don't realize how powerful that is like, every time something happens i go back to gratitude like something difficult happens in my life yeah i always go back to gratitude that i'm fortunate i'm sitting here right now i'm warm in this room yeah. and you know the sun's out and I had a car to get here this morning. I've got lunch, like the simple things, like never lose sight of that. Yeah. Beautiful. And I think that's been a key part of your success. You know, once you came up from Spain, you, you, you built a business, another business from, from scratch, really. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong here, but I think a big part of your success was that was coming from this abundant place of gratitude. Because when you have this gratitude, you come from an abundant place and you can create so much from, from this place, this energy that you're in it's um it's such a powerful force um so yeah man it's the energy that wakes me up every morning um there's this um i've, I've always had it so i don't know if, if uh, again the listeners can relate but i've always believed had the self-belief that i was going to be successful i don't know what obviously my, my definition of success has changed now yeah. um, but now it's a different energy inside that's what drives me every day it gets me up out of bed to to create um so yeah cool beautiful man all right cool so one thing which i wanted to talk about um as part of this conversation and it's something that we 
talk about so much in, in Project Hero in our group is alcohol. Because mm-hmm. I know that's something on my journey, um, you know, it's been a journey for me to kind of give up that, you know, drinking alcohol as a habit of mine. Um, and it's something which we, I, I talk about with a lot of our male kind of members. And, it's, it, and obviously it's, it's been a journey for you as well. So yeah, just, just talk about that, you know, like what, what, what's, you know, what has your journey been like with alcohol and what has the struggles been? Um, yeah. And then we'll, we'll, we'll take it from there. So the, the, the story or the narrative I tell myself is that, again, this is, this is my story is that um, I, I'm trying to track back, right? So one, one is society, right? So there's mm-hmm. alcohol has always been popular. I think it's less so popular now than 15. That was a cool thing to do, right? In, yeah. in, in the Asian community, even now, like it's, it's, it was popular. So going back, so any, my dad drinks, right? So, mm-hmm. so that's, that's kind of where it started. So my dad, not heavy drink, but enjoyed his beer. So he would always have a couple of like cans uh, in the fridge. So being, you know, a 12, 13 year old having, and my older brother would, would basically like try to sneak some of his beers upstairs. So like it started off with a bit of fun, right? I was like, what, what yeah. is it that dad's drinking that's, you know, getting him a bit like happy or tipsy? Because my dad, like he, he's had a tough, tough life. Um, I'd say upbring, upbringing, but also like trying to like uh, him and my mom trying to raise us as kids. Like yeah. it's not an easy ride. Like it's been, it's been hard work for them. So, you know, like you appreciate having, having a can, that's his time to relax. You'd see, you'd see him drinking thinking like, oh, how is he? What, what is he drinking? Why is he drinking? So getting really curious about it. And, and yeah, the innocence would be, okay, you'd have, you'd sneak a couple of cans of Fosters upstairs and then have them. So he knows about this. So like the story is really open. Um, and then, then it kind of like got to actually, how can I buy my own, own alcohol? So then for, it, it was fun because you'd get like a bit tipsy, you'd have a beer and then yeah. that would be it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, as a 13 year old, then it'd be like, I remember once just uh, buying a bottle of, sound really like tacky, don't I? But buying a bottle of white ace, like the cheap stuff. And like, yeah. because that's all the money I had, right? To buy a bit. So I, just, I remember that, but once I got caught, so um, me and my brother sneaked booze up upstairs and we basically ended up, I ended up getting, my brother told me, I remember strictly like, said like after we drank quite a lot of this cheap cider, it was like, whatever you do is don't go downstairs. Yeah. Um, and me being me, I 13 year old, I, I went downstairs. And <laughs> My mum straight away spotted it. She was she she knew. She's like, "What have you been doing? Like, you've been drinking upstairs." Yeah. And then I was quite um, a, a soft thirteen year old, so I just burst out crying. I remember, I was like, "I'll never do it again." Mm. Uh, cried, and then she's like, "Look, like it's not for you." And that was fine. And then then from memory, like, I never drank until I was probably I uh, got to uni actually, which was like eighteen. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like I was, you go into uni and everyone's drinking. Um, mm. For me, being again, this is not a blame, but this is this is my my narrative. This is my story. Is that um, I was a, ve- a very shy, a very shy kid growing up, yeah. so very introverted. So then, when I got to uni, I relied on alcohol to then give me my like like courage, like give me courage, self confidence. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, like I was this party boy having fun, you know, having a great time at uni all the time. Uh, making friends like it, was a, it just felt like there's a normal thing to do mm. uh, but over the years what I realized like I slipped it became a habit 
and a lot of students will relate right it's okay before it, it started off as you know uh freshers nights and then you'd have like one night in the week like a tuesday night where you'd go out but then before you know it like it was a thursday friday yeah uh and and yeah and it, and it became i didn't even realize at this point the awareness wasn't even there that it was a problem um it was only i'd say i'd say probably after i finished uni that i re- it, it became apparent that i was using alcohol to like feed my self-confidence that when i wasn't drinking i didn't really know who i was um and then at this point, by this time, I, I was quite reliant on it. So mm. I never say I, I never say I'm, you know, an alcoholic or anything like that. But I found myself like I found myself relying on the substance to then become become a person I'm not. Um, and this this really went through throughout my twenties actually, because alcohol's just been like it's just the normal thing. Like it's around all the time. Like yeah. It's a social thing like when we say let's have a drink like people assume we're gonna have an alcoholic drink like it's so ingrained and then when i realized and created that awareness that actually this 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 substance or this drug is not serving and again again for the listeners i do drink now but not a lot it's 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 cut down massively um when i realized that this is impacting my family life it's impacting my work life um my mood you know like all of a sudden this like this substance wasn't sexy anymore like it wasn't a social thing because as you get older and, and where it probably really kicked my ass is because when you have kids and the next day, like me and my wife, we, when, when we, before we had kids, we could drink and the next day we could wake up and we had no responsibilities. So yeah. just wake up and you can, you could drink again if you want to go out for a lunch and it's fine. But when yeah. you've got kids, like your kids are up at seven o'clock and they need you. And that's where it really kicked my ass. I had like this, this responsibility now on my shoulders and, I couldn't wake up with the hangovers. It just, it wasn't fair. Um, mm. So I got away with it for a bit, for like three, four months. And then at that point, my wife said, look, you need to like be aware of what's going on here. Um, and then, yeah, then, then it was like, okay. And then I decided that I actually want to cut down and stop. And then I realized that actually the substance, because I've been doing it for such, because uh, I've been drinking alcohol for such a long time. Like it's had such a, like, it, it almost got a grip on me and I didn't even realize it. And then it was hard to almost, get out of that because it because it's so like ingrained in like the weekends and um and any any um all the things we did for example like spain like yeah that's what people do in spain the south of spain you've got the sun out you've got the beach like people are having like 10 o'clock in the morning you see people having beers so like it's it's then getting away from <laughs> in the morning <laughs> it's, it's getting away from when it's so ingrained in society how do i and how do i get away from this yeah, um, and then I realized that I need to stop fighting it because the more I, I fight this thing, yeah, the more you keep thinking about it. A bit like food, probably. I don't know. Um, yeah. But what I'd say is, over time, just just a practice of having like runs of not drinking, like thirty days or sixty days. That I just have sprints now. So in the last year, I think um, part of the part of the group that we've got, I've done I've done sprints, successful sprints of like months without booze. Yeah. Um, and I'm thinking back about two, two and a half years ago, I didn't drink for a whole year when I was like working out and training all the time. Um, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't say like a lot of it's lifestyle. Um, it's, it's, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very cautious about it. I think you can have fun on it, but I think easily it can get out of, out of control for, for a lot of people. I don't know if that's what you see in, in, with some of the people you see as well. Yeah, man. Um, there's so many things that you've said there which we can unpack um, 
if, if, if we had way more time I'm just but yeah I I um I see what what I think with alcohol it's as you you rightly said it's become such a social inclusivity 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 thing that when like for example when we go out and out with our mates and we're the only one who don't who say no to alcohol um we feel like we're not included as part of the group. maybe it depends on the group of friends right so we want to feel included as human beings in in our in our network in our social communities i think that and a lot of you know back in the day um i think things are changing now as you said but that's how we were included as part of the tribe it's you having a bit around around the table with your mates and so we that and the sort of confidence and and, and the friendships have, have been around like those social activities right especially at university and then that stemmed through after university and into working life um and again, so yeah I guess, I guess the people that i've um again i've done a lot of reading so again me being a nerd for uh for knowledge i've, I've read all like the self-help books and yeah. um, again uh, the listeners might be interested but a lot of it's down to the marketing that's been done it's the amount of money that's been pumped into the industry to basically get alcohol so socially ingrained like it's that that it, they made it look cool right so like yeah. the adverts you see like it's all about that end feeling nobody advertises the hangover the next day yeah. um, so it's all been glamorized it's all been sexualized like yeah. it's uh a lot of money's been pumped into this industry to make it yeah and and yeah have it available everywhere yeah. so um yeah it's, uh, is it's it like is it is it one is it one instance where you've woken up and you've just you you've, you've been drinking and it's just hit it's just hit a point where like there's been awakening for you be like oh my god what the hell am i doing um, i wouldn't say in the last last five six years no but uh, i think the uni days like i'm not i'm people that know me i'm not a troublemaker i'm i'm a guy that loves peace um i found myself getting into like trouble uh starting fights not even knowing what, how the fight style or people starting fights on me because I've, they've said i've done something and I think they're, they're kind of like waking up the next morning not knowing what's happened. Yeah. People are telling you that you've said something or, or people are trying to like fight you. And I'm not a fighter because that makes it at, yeah. at heart. That's not who I am. So I think they're the scary moments. I think waking up the next day and yeah. And I'm, I'm just, again, it's like with my wife, me, me and her, and people don't believe it's like we never argue, like we never have any arguments. But the only time when we argue is if I've had a drink and I'm being annoying. So yeah. even she tells me that like, I'm 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 a really fun guy to a point. I'm, I'm sure again most people can relate to this. Like I'm I'm really fun, and then I get past that point where I've just drank too much. Then I'm just annoying. Like, I'm trying to trigger her. I'm trying to kick off. Yeah. Um, so like when she tells me that, I'm, I'm, I get I get scared. I'm like I didn't even know I've got it in me to be that kind of person or be nasty to somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's yeah, and that's why like over the last five years, kind of cut down. So I'd say. The habits have completely changed. The amount of volume I drink compared to like ten years ago, it was all about volume. Yeah. Um, so it's like you'd you'd when you set out to like drink, you'd you'd set out to get drunk. Yeah. Um, whereas now it's probably in the, in the last few years it was more for a more regular thing because it's more social, but less less volume. Um, but I think both are equally as dangerous. Yeah. One thing which is which is coming to me to ask you is. Um, Obviously, with the work that we've done over the last year and a half, two years, one thing that you've done is got really clear on who you are and what you stand for and the way that you want to show up in the world and get clarity on you. Um, has that made any difference? Like, has, has that helped you at all with, I mean, obviously it's helped you with loads of different other habits from an alcohol perspective. Did that help you with that? Like, you know, just 
know because I guess that you mentioned confidence right a lot of, sometimes um, we might have found in the past that we get confidence from being around other people and you you know you drinking and you being having that having that so social acceptance to then feel confident about yourself but really confidence is you know as you mentioned it's an inner game when you know yourself when you know what you stand for when you when you know who you're about or what you're about has did that make any difference for you as part of you know the last you know even 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 you being project hero like how 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 did that support you with the alcohol if if it if it did at all yeah i'd say i'd say if if again reflecting back um when i when i left uh, my last business i'd say there's a period then again where i started drinking a lot more yeah. because I was, what was I was that down to was that down to stress or uh, yeah just just lack of clarity again like not mm. feeling a bit lost and not knowing what to do next and I remember having this conversation with you. I was like, "Hey, um, is there anything that you recommend, or what? What do you think?" And and you said that it's it's all about finding purpose or or your own clarity. So once, so now for me, the link is that if I'm if I'm drunk all weekend, for example, mm. I'm not going to then go on to achieve my goals or mm. or become successful. Everything I've, I've I've preached about in this in this in this podcast. Mm. That connection is hardwired now. So on a, on, a, on a conscious level, I will not drink that much on purpose because I know that it's going to affect me. It's going to affect my life. Like it's, yeah. I'm, I'm, it's, it's got the potential to almost steal my dreams. Yeah. I'm not going to let that happen. I'm not going to stand for it. So it's, I think that's the separation now between a few years ago. So when I was feeling lost, it was like actually people can get caught up in that self-loathing. I've been there where it's like, I've gone. I've, I don't need to go to work tomorrow, or um, like I don't. I don't value myself, or um, you know, all, all these all these negative emotions. That's when the drugs or alcohol can kick in, and then it becomes a negative pattern. And you've got to be um, you've got to be very quick to basically ask for help when you when you're feeling that way. Yeah. When, when you're when you're stuck, you can get so caught. But it's it's hard to explain. But yeah. I've, I've been there a few years ago. Where I got caught up in almost my own, again, I'm, I'm going to use the word shit, got caught yeah. up in my own shit because I kept myself there. I wouldn't let myself out because it was, it was the habits of the negative self-talk, um, not feeling worthy, not looking after my body, not eating well, then drinking more. And it's this kind of cycle and I kind of got caught in it. Um, again, that's when we start kind of first started talking. So yeah. there's a lot of emotion there, a lot of uh, processing that I had to do. Um, and only I'd say only in the last year, like I feel I feel loads better, and I've been able to push on with my life. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Thanks for sharing that because I, I feel like you know you talked about getting caught up in, and we've all been there. You know, I've certainly been there. Getting caught up in my own shit, complaining about life, um, and not knowing what what I want to do in the world. Um, and then what's changed is like you have got you got clear on the game that you're playing. You know. You know, you know, you knew who you were, the game that you set up for yourself. You know, you had the vision that you know that you created. You got clear on the vision. You know, what is that you want to create in the world in terms of your life as well as business, etc. And then you saw yourself as an athlete in this game, like mm -hmm. the way you see. And James Clear talks about this a lot, especially when it comes down to habit change. We we talk about this in our project here. It was like the the identity that you have for yourself, how you see yourself, and the way that you saw yourself was different. You saw yourself as an athlete now on this game of life which is exciting and that you're inspired by and the purpose of you creating that the, the, the purpose driving you towards that was so much more greater the, the connection you was more hardwired you mentioned that the 
the the the inkling of the habit to drink was less it's not it's not gone completely but it's it's less than it was before yeah and so you know and so that cloudy that, that when you wake up in the morning that inspires you so even on the sunday evening for example if, if you kind of got this inkling to drink but then you connect with that 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 in, in the the inspiration within you to do the do the work on monday morning that you wanted to really do that's so much more greater and that's allowed you to do do less of the drinking like this would you say that's 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 right yeah 100 yeah, um yeah i definitely agree with that yeah cool man and um cool all right there's so much we can talk about on that but i'm, I'm conscious of time as well so um what 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 made you say yes to project hero project hero you know our men's group for men who who are you know entrepreneurial minded men who want to do things in the world like what what was it that that made you speak, be like, yeah, let, let, let's do it? Because obviously it's a big decision for you. I think there was a, there's two parts to this. So obviously we, we worked one-to-one for a while. I think it was about a six-month six period. So I was really enjoying um, going deep within myself, like having the coaching sessions, like reflect on everything I want, to get, gaining clarity, like creating the clarity, uh, reflecting, um, again, planning out the next you know, few years of my life as well. Um, so one, the first one is like working with you still. Yeah. Um, and the second thing was like, again, when, when I was this period that I was going through feeling really lost, um, one of the things I realized is that I lacked like, um, uh, like a sense of community. Um, so even though like my business, again, my ex-business on, on, on the outside was very successful um, to people. I met loads of great people, mm-hmm. loads of successful people, but things still feel, felt a bit empty. Um, um, so I think finding a group of like-minded people that, again, like you said, entrepreneurial, that are go-getters, um, that appreciate the, the value of coaching, um, I wanted to be surrounded with, with people like that. Uh, and I think, again, the, the time that this all happened was a pandemic. So there was a lack of you know, connection with, with other people. So... Yeah, everything online so it's like connecting with like-minded people um and and yeah and, and for me it's all about sharing so it's sharing with sharing my experience with um other people see if they can take anything away from that and also me learning from them is like what what can i take away from their experience um and that's one thing like one-to-one coaching doesn't give so like group, yeah. you you almost like um somebody else will be talking and you'll be like wow okay i'm, I'm going through the same thing yeah. or I'm going through the same emotion or um and you realize like we're all so similar yeah like all of us like we're human right so we've got we've yeah. got the same uh build up um and sometimes you spot your blind you don't you it, it's difficult um you don't see your own blind spots but you see them in somebody else yeah um and when they're talking you're like wow I've just been telling myself that story or you know I believe that's true and actually it's it's not so um yeah, I think I think coaching as a group is like really powerful, um, and also I think um, be, being a group of men, I think mm. like traditionally, like we don't, and probably I'd say like even any any type of men, but Asian men tend to like mm. there's there's a lot more taboo around like sharing the truth. Yeah. Um, so I think finding a group where I could just be be my just be myself, you know that that was really important. So yeah, and so like what for someone who 
because this thing right for someone who's like oh you know coaching is a vehicle but you know joining something like this uh, and it doesn't have to be product here but anything like surrounding yourself investing in yourself uh, in your own education in your own coaching in and you know investing time and money into something like this what and for someone who who may not understand what this is like how would you describe it because I, you know, I, I i think i i i struggle this is a question which i struggle with how would i how do you describe this kind of work right because it's it's experiential it's 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 an awakening it's, it's uncovering blind spots like for someone who doesn't know what this really is about like you mentioned there's different types of personal development right and so the work that you've done in project hero for example like how would you describe in words what what is that? What is it like? What, what what do you actually do? What do you get out of it? Like how you know what the yeah what the what value have you actually got out of it indirectly directly? I'd say, and again, to summarize it one word, like it's life changing. I think somebody that could commit um, money and time towards themselves, like they're they're destined for success. Mm. And I'd say that that the people that do that like really separate themselves from the rest of the world. Yeah. Um, and again, if if you can. Um, if you can do this at a young age, like really dive into like finding out who you are, like you can create some, but what you, what you realize, right. In, in life that most times, like you're in, you're in your own way of success. Mm. Um, so we almost like create a roadblock. We put, we put a barrier up. So we create all these reasons why we can't achieve anything. But the reality, reality of like life is you can do whatever the hell you want. Like we talk about this in our, in our group coaching sessions yeah. as well. Like, most of the time, like we we validate some reasons why we can't do something. So, uh, I can't cook because, or uh, for me, it's like DIY. Like yeah. my dad always did the DIY in the house. My dad and my brother did the DIY, so I was never good at it. But actually, I created a story that I'm not good at it. Um, so again, I stole myself for my family. I never did anything. I, pay, I always paid people to do that stuff. Um, so, I think going back to your question, it's just about for me. It's been it's been transformational like I don't think I'd be in this position I am I am right now without doing the work um as a group um so I, I, I'd, I'd I'd definitely recommend people to ex explore coaching I think you need to go in with an open mind as well um don't have any expectations of what you're going to get out but it's 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 truly powerful um once you reflect back even even while you're while you're being coached or while you're coaching, you don't always realize the the power of it. But it's only when you look back, like most things in life, when you look back and you're like, "Wow, like I didn't realize I've come this far." Yeah. Um, and what what you'll start creating is you start creating a life life of purpose because you're spending so much time like reflecting in your coaching sessions and having these conversations. Like everything you create from that moment forward will actually be worth. It actually create value in your in, in your life rather than um, be like myself. Like sometimes you you think the things you think you want, you get there and you realize actually like it's not so great. Um, so yeah, I think it's, it's it's creating a life of purpose. Whether it's like it doesn't matter what your ambitions are, right? It's whether it's it's having a better family life or health or having better a better business. But I think you can do that through like this this form of coaching. Yeah, 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 wicked. Yeah, appreciate you sharing that. And is there is there like a moment? Because I think a lot of people, um, we 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 talk about this in the group as well. Like, obviously, you've you've done this for like this. You've 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 done this kind of work for two years, right? And so, um, 
and a lot of people expect this aha moment and they might have been that kind of insight moments for you like how was that journey? was it do you, was there a specific time you had this click oh my god like I get it now or is or was it a see like was it a series of um small moments and small insights over you know a year or you know yeah w- was there anything specific around that for you that w- was oh my god yeah I'd say with with a lot of the one-to-one stuff there was uh, a lot of like aha moments it's like um the, the blind spots were just revealing themselves like these yeah. insights would come um with a lot a lot with the one-to-one work i found there's a lot of like moments where i'm like wow i didn't even know that um but i found over over the last 12 months with the with the with the group coaching it's been more of a you know like every two weeks that I'm like this, it's a mini aha moment, like yeah. you're covering these mini blind spots that are in your life. Um, so yeah, I think it's, uh, I think it's just a series of all of that combined. Um, yeah. yeah, I think, I think the aha is like, even doing recording this podcast, like this is a massive like aha moment. It's like, wow, like I've gone from where I was there two years ago to okay. sitting here now re- recording this podcast. Like that's, that's aha. That's, it's amazing. Even yeah. talking about my own experiences, like sometimes you can like, again, me talking about Spain, for example, to, it might come across like as a negative experience to a lot of people, but yeah. Spain was like the best thing ever. Like it was, it was, it was amazing. Like we had so much fun. Um, so it's just, it's only when you take out, again, this, the reason why I'm doing this podcast is it's one, it's value for the listener, but it's also reflection time for me. Yeah. It's me putting my message out into the world. It's yes. me sharing my life. Uh, my authentic self and that for me is uh, a way of processing what's happened in the last few years and now then creating removing my own roadblock to then go achieve what I want yes that is powerful and so let's just celebrate that like I really want to celebrate your journey and you as a person like so if you were to reflect back now right from that first well that first couple of conversations we've had in January 2020 to now like my question to you right now is, and by the way, I don't want you to like, don't fucking hold back on this. <laughs> I don't, I don't want you to be modest. And I, you know, cause I want you to, to celebrate your own power here. Like really acknowledge you as, as a man, as a, as a human and, and what you've, what you've achieved. Like my question to you is who have you now become? Um, I'm, I'm now a better, a better father. I'm a better husband. Um, I'm a, a better son, better brother, uh, a better friend. Um, I, I'm just, I'm a better person for myself. Mm. I'm just a better person all around. And again, I'm not, I'm not perfect. I'm far from perfect. But the fact that I've been able to be, improve myself, like that's that's huge. Um, does that does that answer your question? Yeah. Um, but yeah. What else? Who else? Have, I, I think there's more. Like there's more, man there's more you imagine like if, if you were to think about your you know business and the way that you lead at home at, at work and in life like who like yeah I always talk about this on our on our coaching calls like I've always been destined for greatness I've, I've known this from for a long time like I'll say it to my wife all the time like I'm special and she's like yeah. what she's like what like I was like no I really believe like I've got something different to offer to the world yeah and and i feel like the the last two years last few years have just been like foundational mm. for me to create that 
what, what I want to do, one of my core purposes, like I'm, I'm, I feel like I've been put on this world to help other people. Yeah. And the only way I can do that is by being, uh, being at peace with myself. And I found what, what, over the last two years, I found peace with myself. Only now I can go out and share my truth with the world. Wow. And that's, and people talk about like uh, money, for example. I, I believe that finance or money will come to me as a result of me sharing my authentic self in the world. Yeah. Four years ago, five years ago, I wasn't ready for that. But now, like the last two years have been my, my foundational years. And the thing, I'm in, I'm, I'm, I'm in, I'm approaching mid, mid 30s now. Yeah. So for me to, I wouldn't say it's too late. I wouldn't say it's too early, but so this is a great time for me to build these foundations now to actually create um, a business or life that's going to impact the rest of the world. And I think the world more than ever needs that mm-hmm. at this very moment. It needs uh, a whole generation of leaders. Yes. That are not fearful of being themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that's power. Another thing that's just come up for me, which is massive, right, is, yeah. is my daughters. So, mm-hmm. and not, not just my daughters, but all the children of the world. If I can positively impact them in some way by being a leader, that's my job done because that's what our parents did for us. Yeah. Like sometimes we don't appreciate what they've done, like the sacrifices they made, absolutely huge. They did it for us. And, and my story is I, I want to recreate that, not just for myself, but for the children of, of, of the, the future generations. Because I feel right now with, with everything that's going on with the conflicts and also like social media, yeah. there's a lot of positive, but there's also a lot of negative in the world as well. And I think it's quite a scary place. If, you're, if there's not enough leaders here, I think you can, there's, there's, you can see like depression, for example, like mm. it's going through the roof, right? Mm. Um, and there's, there's reasons why. Um, but yeah, going going back to that, going back to my daughters and, and children, like I think being a leader in their life, being the best, being the best dad, being a business person, entrepreneur, like that's gonna be huge for them. It's just massive, like being that role model for them. Yeah. And um, again, my daughters, I, I, on purpose, I bring them into the office just so they can. And they're, they're only young, right? So they're like two and, and five. So that, that's very young if I'm thinking about it now. But them being in this environment, seeing how, you know, daddy makes his money, you know, yeah. creating value in the market. Mm-hmm. In fact, like in, in the next five years, it'd be daddy's being himself and he's getting paid to be himself. Mm-hmm. That's, and, then, and, they, and they'll learn. Now you can see an influence marketing now, but they can learn that actually if you're authentic. Yeah. You, it pays to be yourself you know yeah. um, and and that yeah that just exposing them to that environment like there's a bigger picture here it's not just about here and now so that's so powerful man that's that's what the mission that we're on all together here you know within thriving scholar but you know everyone around that is I love that because what you said that like you 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 know there's something you, you knew that there was something special within you you have this greatness already within you and now you've what I'm, what I'm seeing is that you've just owned it. You've owned who you are. You know who you are. You're owning your own greatness and you're not holding back on sharing this with the world because there is purpose behind you sharing this, you, the impact that you want to make, the contribution that you want to have. And so I love that. And you're not holding back. You're not holding back this greatness. I think, 
Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. This is an, an injustice for me to be so caught up in my shit that I'm not. Hell yes. Spreading the message like that is like pure greed for mm. me not to sit here right now and be completely honest with the audience. Like that is that's me being selfish. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think I think the world needs this. Like, there's no other way. Like, the more. Again, if we want to bring these depression numbers down, right, in the world, it's like, just share more. Yeah. Like, that's the key, right? If everyone's just fully, the world's going the wrong way for me. It's like, people aren't sharing as much. Like, everyone's pretending to live this. Not not everyone, okay? So yeah. I'm going to take that back. But people are feeling forced almost, like, only portray part of their lives, which is not true. I've been caught in that as well. Like, mm. everyone gets caught in it. But I think it's being aware that actually... That's not going to serve you in the long run. Yeah, yeah, I love, I love you sharing. And when one thing which, um, one thing that inspires me when I'm talking to you, and this is this one thing that's inspired me from day one since we since we've been talking, you've been so vulnerable with me. You've been so open to sharing, which you pop. I've never told you this before, by the way. Like you, you inspire me through your vulnerability because when you're vulnerable with me, I see myself in you. And I see possibility for myself in what can be created. And so, when you when you share like you, what you just said, like when when people are sharing together, this is you know when 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 we share with each other our own stories, our own journeys, what we have gone through, we connect with each other, and we sh- we share actually. This is how I've overcome it. This is who I've become now, and we see. Oh my God, I can become that person. Yeah. I think, and thanks for that. I really appreciate that. I should take a moment to like just say thank you. Um, I think, I think there's nothing wrong with being vulnerable. Yeah, and that's that is that's. I'd probably say like if you ask me what, what my biggest strength is, is, like my vulnerability is that just being pure, like with the world is like there's no there's no hidden agenda, there's no secrets. Like I'm just I'm just a normal guy. Like I I I have the same feelings, anxieties. Uh, fears that everyone else has but also there's the other side of me is that there's that guy inside me that's like an opportunist is like positive excited you know it's the go-getter like I think it's just sharing that with the world yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I hear that so I'm getting and a bit excited right now so. what's that <laughs> getting passionate excited it's uh, yeah and like for someone who um is like a very much a business go-getter, entrepreneurial, like, you know, making money, wants to have success in business. And they, they might be like, well, yeah, vulnerability and, you know, working on the inner work and yeah, it's all good, but I want to go out there and, 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 and just, you know, build a business and, and do things like, what would you t- say to someone like that? Because, you know, what I'm hearing, what I'm seeing in your story that you doing this inner work and you being more self-aware, um, you connecting with your own happiness, your own inner peace, has actually served you so much in business um and so like how what would you say to someone who's who comes kind of i'm playing devil's advocate here like you know what would you say something like that yeah I'd, i'd say to people is that like the comparison i'm making right now is like being in a job that you don't like one and then also making money like everyone can make money right you can make money um selling a product that you don't like or you don't believe in but that's only going to take you so far mm. I think the moment you can step back and actually move move into a job or get a job, even if it takes you a bit longer, like it takes you a year to get the job you want that you're passionate about, that's worthwhile. Or create a business which is it creates it has purpose. 
Yeah. Okay, it might be scary. You might earn less money, but in the long run, that's going to serve you more. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd still say to people, go make the mistake of like, like chasing money. Like you need to chase it first. You don't have to, but you you can chase it and realize that actually it's not going to make you any happier. Mm-hmm. Like for me at the minute, like what my work, like with my coaching, I I, I teach people how to um, create businesses online. I create. I help them basically create a business from scratch to exit. And that for me doesn't feel like work because I just enjoy it so much. I love seeing the growth in somebody on a personal level, yeah. also on a business level. Then a lot of my clients come to me now and they're like, I can't believe that you said to me a year ago that would be hitting these kind of numbers or would be creating these kind of products. And like, I really didn't believe it when you said that. I was like, no, I really meant it. Like you can do it. And, and it's just, it's seeing that, that transformation in them like from a non-believer to like actually now having a business that that's going to replace their income fully so they yeah. can leave for work or for jobs. So, um, yeah. That's exciting because, you know, the work that you've done is not only is impacting, you, you, as you mentioned, your daughters, your family, but also the clients that you're now working with and impacting their businesses and their lives. It's like a constant flow of energy that is, it has a ripple effect, right, of you just doing this work. Yeah, 100%. My, my goal now is to... Again, I've been, I've, I've realized I've been selfish. I've been uh, not working with as many people as I want to. Um, right. So my goal is to now get my message or get my knowledge out into the market so I can help even more people. Yeah. So just, just yeah, I'm, I'm, t- t- tell us more about now, like what's, what's the vision for you, what you can share about your work, what you do, like obviously you kind of mentioned it a bit now. Um, but yeah, what's, what's the mission that you're on now? Obviously you want to make an impact, you want to help people create these businesses. Yeah, t- t- tell me more about that. So there's there's two sides. So what one of my, my my bread and butter business, which is like pays my bills, is my lifestyle business. Is I've got my own product range, yeah. and what I realised, like, I'm, I'm I'm addicted, and this is positive addiction, right? For me, is I'm addicted to like seeing something from zero, like a concept in my head, to now a product in the market. Yeah, I love and that it's too. Not about, it's incredible. not about the money that that product will go on to generate. It's actually the process that I've 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 t- I've, I've I've thought about something. I've used data in the market and I've connected the dots and I've, I've, I've got a physical product now that people are buying. Um, I'm, I'm addicted to that process. So I'm going to continue on that addiction. Um, that, that's, I, I love doing that. I realize that if I'm going to be addicted to things, right, I'd rather be addicted to the things that are the right things. So that's one of my core things. And I'm, I'm now uh, building out a business that I'm building out a team base that will do that on a, on a day-to-day basis. So like I'm, yeah. I'm calling them Amazon brand builders. And there's going to be loads of us that just just keep launching brands on Amazon. Um, the other thing I'm passionate about is actually then taking one of my brands. I'm planning to, um, to again, I, I started building it about a year ago, and from zero to then selling it for multi million pounds. Yeah, um, I've already got the buyers lined up. They've already told me what they're looking for. It's almost like it's it's building a business with a goal in mind. It's like a final thing, and it's not again. This is not about the money. It's the fact that I can if I want to is build a business and sell it. Yeah. It's I'm playing the game. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's what keeps me alive. It's like, actually I can, the fact that I can create a product and then sell it for a million pounds like that, that's the addiction for me. Um, and then the, the other side of the business, which is my, the purpose side of the business is, is actually how can I get um, people to do the same? So it's, it's on a smaller scale. So it's people that are not enjoying their work at the minute. They're, struggling financially is actually get them to create a product. So I help them actually coach them on the whole process from start to finish on uh, how to create a product in the market, 
and then how to replace their income within six months. So for example, somebody that's saying like 40 grand, I can get them to that, that target. So then they can choose to then do Amazon full-time as a business. Um, and then with the, there's going to be three tiers of this, this project. So the first tier is that getting people out of careers that they don't want to do. Yes. Yeah. Stages, then the advancing them from like hundred K to a million pounds. So it's actually a real business with, you know, uh, systems, staff, uh, products. And then the third one, so that third stage is like a million pound and going for exit. Right. So it should take people to then sell their business businesses for, for multi-million pounds. Yeah. If that's what they want, you know, some people will choose to be small. Some people want to go for the kill and go for the sale. Um, so yeah, I'm trying to create that at the minute um, with with a business partner. So yeah, amazing. So I guess um, I guess you you you'll have to send me some um, contact info. So if if, any, if anyone's listening who want to reach out to them, include that into the notes and stuff, so they can reach out to you. Sounds good. Um, just a couple of questions before we finish. What have your daughters taught you? Um, so it's, it's like, what blows me away is I have these moments all the time. Right. So literally I had one last night at three o'clock in the morning, my do- my daughter, uh, the youngest woke up crying mm. and just wanted to cuddle, like the, the purity that comes from them. Like, and she just gave me a kiss on the cheek. Like this is three o'clock in the morning, a two year old, like these moments like that, that just bring me back to like, every time I find myself getting caught up or chasing, like they just bring me back to like ground zero again mm. realize, and they made me realize like having fun costs nothing yeah because right? they're just happy all the time like okay i'm that's a lie right so they're not always happy but they're they're, they're completely pure like if if they're okay so i'm gonna they're, they're they're truly vulnerable they're always vulnerable so this is what i'm teaching my children i'm i'm not even teaching them. I'm, I'm allowing them to be vulnerable yeah if they feel like crying they cry. If they feel like laughing, they will laugh. I think that's what, as adults, we need more of. So that's, to answer your question, that's, that's the lesson. It's, it's purity and vulnerability that you can just be yourself in the world and things will be fine. Yeah. Wow. That is powerful. Love we can that. access that at any point. Like, I'm going to expand on that a bit more. Yeah, go for it. We, if you think about it, right? Like until a certain age, like we have no stress because everything's kind of looked after for us. Like, I don't know, for me, it was about 16, 17. And then, then it's like the stress of like studies, like you've got to, you've got to study now. Um, you've got to build a career. You're going to go out in the big bad world on your own. All that pressure, like I, I think it's important to have that pressure, but at the same time, like it sometimes it can steal away all the joy. Yeah. And I think we create that for ourselves. So then we chase like the... I was talking to somebody in, in corporate um, a few weeks ago, and they were like, they were in cent- central London, kept going up the ladder. So like, you know, yeah. started 30 grand, 50 grand, 100 grand, 150 grand, yeah. 200 grand. And they just felt like these were the right things to do, but they didn't realize in that process, like they were completely stripped of who they really were. Like that fun, that, that vulnerable, the fun person inside of them was just gone. Mm. And then they left, they left. And you see all the time, they, these corporate people that leave, High, high paid jobs to then go create a small shop, a country shop or yeah. live in the countryside. Like you see all the time. But I think it's just, um, it's that, it's, it's uh, every stage just reflecting and being vulnerable with yourself uh, and not getting caught up in what society wants you to have. Like connect with yourself, connect with who you really are and, and feed yourself energy. Yeah. If, if, that's, 
if you connect with something you want, like say for example, like I wanted a Porsche. So yeah, I had to question like, do I want a Porsche for other people? Mm. Or do I want the Porsche for myself? Mm. I drove the car. So I love the way this car drives. I want this Porsche for myself. Beautiful. Right. And I'm feeding myself and because I've worked for, I've worked for this, right? This yeah. is, this is my time, my sacrifice that has gotten me to this. Again, it's an, it's an external thing. It's uh I don't put all my value on it, but it's, it's a nice to have. Yes. I, I really hear that because I think this is where we, especially in, in, in the work that we, we do, especially in the, in the spiritual kind of uh, arena, it can be seen that having a Porsche isn't a good thing because of X, Y, and Z, whatever reason. But actually, like what you've rightly said, you, as long as like, you, you know that your happiness, your joy, your fulfillment, your sense of security, your value, your self-worth isn't on the Porsche. Yeah. You already have that without the Porsche. But yeah. you, have, you having a desire to get, get a Porsche because it's nice to have, great. There's not, nothing holding you back from it. And so you're not attached to it, but it's, it's just, it just feels so good to have it, which is a beautiful. I think uh, exactly what you said, like it's creating that awareness around that is, mm. am I buying this product or this, this external item for the right reasons? Yeah. Um, and, and I found myself a few years ago where my income dropped massively yeah. from a really good salary to then zero overnight. And immediately like the ego kicked in. It was like, okay, if I sell my four by four, am I going to be judged on the streets? And at that point, I didn't really care. And I was just like, it took me three, four months. And I was like, okay, look, I need to strip my life back slightly to live in alignment with what I'm, what I'm earning now. Yeah. But then there's a part of me that was fighting this all the time. I was like, but then I don't want to get caught up in trying to afford something that I can't. Like, I'm buying the Porsche now because I can afford to have it. But yeah. six months ago, I wasn't ready to buy that car because I know there's like high running costs. So I think as long as it's in full alignment with yourself like that's fine but don't be don't do it don't do it because the world wants you to do it or because i know a lot of people talk about your neighbors having it or yeah do it like live i think live in your lane like that's massive beautiful living yeah i was actually going to ask you my, my final question for you um because you've been instrumental in um the naming of this podcast and you know the, the, the you know just because I've, I've, I've always been asking kind of your 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 opinion on things because like you get it like everything you've said today living true to yourself living alignment you really understand it you you know where you know you know where my work is coming from and you get it yourself and so what does leading or lead from within mean to you you might have already answered this but i'm just yeah I'm, i think I'm, um, in, in in summary like everything we've discussed over the last, you know the last hour yeah only when all, all again reflecting back on the podcast every time i've slowed down right and i've, yeah. I've connected with myself and, and and you can only do this when you're when you slow down or when you stop yeah because then you create space for yourself to connect yeah and then what you do is from that from that moment you create you get insights you you connect with like what 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 really feeds energy to yourself and then from that moment, you can go and create what you want. You can't, you can't create from a place of scarcity, fear, um, keeping up with the Joneses. That, you, you can do that for a short period, but you'll just end up in a place where you don't want to be. Yeah. And that's a shit place I've been there. It's not a nice place to be. So I think if you really want to fulfill life, you have to connect within. Mm, love that. Well, look, I just want to acknowledge you for 
just who you have been over the last like two years man like it's been such a journey I, I can honestly say that you you know you you're someone who inspires me you're someone who inspires me as a father I'm, 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 I'm going to become a father soon and, and the conversation that you've had about your daughters has really inspired me the conversation that we've had about you know business in the last two years and just the way that you you're operating in the way that you are able to look yourself in the mirror and confront the things that may not sound good and look good and smell good but you've overcome them and now you've connected with yourself the, this person you've become the way that you've contributed to all of us in project hero and all the other boys and um, the way you show up in the world like i i can't wait for what's to come for you i can't wait for for your for your family and, and your daughters to feed off what you have who you've become now and also just a life you're creating for yourself and the people that are going to come into interaction with you and your clients and the business partners that you have like their lives are going to be affected by just who you're being in the world, man. So I really appreciate you. I can honestly say that you um, have become such a close friend of mine. I love you, brother. And uh, I'm looking forward to what's to come, man. Thanks, man. I just uh, no, I appreciate everything you're saying there. And um, yeah, again, this whole journey would be incomplete without, you know, your support and 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 the, the coaching group. So I'm, I'm really, yeah, thankful. Uh, I find myself getting a bit emotional, but it's. Uh, yeah, now I'm feeling it, man. I, I have tears in my eyes because there's we've it's, it's been such a journey, such a beautiful journey. And for, and for me, like this doesn't end here. For me, it's, it's yeah. just continuing on on the momentum that we've already got. Yeah, man. I'm really keen to be part of you know what you're creating because, again, turning this on its head, like what you've done for the world is just amazing. You probably don't see it. But like the fact that you've again your story, and I'm not sure most listeners know, going from a corporate world where it's very it's a very safe space. Like I don't live in a safe space right now because I create money for myself. Okay. But you're in a very comfortable place where society deems you as you've already made it. Like you're in that high paying job mm-hmm. for your age, you're really doing really well. You could have nice cars, nice nice lifestyle. But and and getting out of that and doing something of uh, creating a business that's of value, like. Yeah. without the work we've we've done together i wouldn't be able to empower myself i wouldn't be able to do this maybe i'd be able, i always say like if you've got if if, if you I'll, I'll compare it to having a personal trainer right mm. you could have a personal trainer and get 100 percent, or you could do it on your own and have 40 percent. it's the wow. same process like you've just accelerated my my whole journey yeah um and you've helped me connect with myself and for me like past development you know group coaching all of this this is this is a lifelong project it's not just something i'm doing for yeah. a short period like this is something i'm going to use for life yeah um, and we yeah. can and we could all do with coaching like there's nothing like there's a taboo around it i think it's moving away from that but yeah we could all benefit from that so yeah i just wanted to to thank you as well i appreciate you i appreciate your words and it's been a true honor man so um yeah thank you so much and uh, so if anyone wants to reach out to Kunal, I'm, I'm going to put his details in, 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 in the notes below. So thank you so much for joining us. And uh, yeah, we'll see you in the next episode. Take care. Thanks for having Thanks. me.